You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of the broadcast. We're so thankful that you're here live around the world. My name is Pastor Todd Coconado. And we are doing the daily broadcast, the daily podcast, and I'm so thankful that so many people are tuning in, saying you're enjoying these, listening on different radio stations around the country. Thank you. Thank you for this. Well, yesterday, um, there was in Times Square, uh, some of the people that I know uh, had a revival meeting. And uh, this is not new to Times Square. In fact, my friend Sean Foyt just had a meeting there, I think a little over a year ago, and we know David Wilkerson has had many meetings there over the years, and so Times Square is not, this is not the first time, I mean, I remember Joel Osteen, I was one time, I was in New York, I was just staying at a hotel, and I walked downstairs in the Millennium Hotel, and, and there's Joel Osteen in the in the middle of Times Square, so they've had many different gatherings over the years, just so you know, in Times Square, if you live in the area, you know that, but uh, I think something is happening, though. And there is a, an uptick, if you will. I've been calling it an undercurrent of revival. And uh, Mike Signorelli and some of these guys have a movie out called The Domino Revival. And uh, I have not seen it. I hear good things. I have not seen it. But uh, I think this is kind of all part of something that is a bigger discussion. And that is as the nation goes into uh, further darkness, further captivity, you know, our, our rights are being taken away. Our freedoms are being taken away. They're doing this in, in many different ways. Treaties. Uh, I know uh, Michelle Bachman was very concerned about something that's going on with the World Health Organization and giving over some of our sovereignty in the next year uh, where they will be able to basically signify if we're in some type of quote-unquote pandemic. And so, um, you know, there's that discussion of loss of sovereignty. There's, of course, the borders that have been open that many are very concerned about. Uh, millions of people have come over since Biden has been in office, and um, they're probably more open now than they've ever been, or at least a lot of people feel that way, as we don't know who's coming in our country. And there's a big concern from a security safety standpoint that we just have no idea who these people are. There's been reports of Chinese nationals. There's been reports of uh, possible terror cells. There's uh, numbers out there going up to as much as 65,000 people that are special interest to people that are notable that have crossed the border. So this is just insane. These numbers are insane. And, um, you know, so there's so many different reasons for concern. Of course, we can look at the curriculums in the, in the, in the schools and just, I mean, I, I marvel at some of the discussions that we're having in our country, you know, men and women's sports and the, the, the discussion of, of, of these gender, you know, gender fluidity, non-binary. I mean, just some of the labels that the young people are now being forced to think about, ponder in their, in their quote-unquote education process. Uh, demonic to the core. Um, you know, you, you, you just see the level of, of reprobate in leadership. I mean, the reprobate minds. I mean, who's really running the country at this point? That, that many people have that question. And who's making these awful decisions? I mean, we now find ourselves in, in two conflicts, uh, one, a proxy war in Eastern Europe, and then, of course, we have the uh, conflict that's now the war in the Middle East between Israel and Hamas and possibly Hezbollah and possibly Iran and 
it could escalate. And we see China having some warships in the region now. U.S. has two carrier groups and a nuclear submarine, uh, several thousand troops, and the possibility of us entering in. We've already bombed Syria, and we've been attacked on multiple occasions in different U.S. outposts in the region as well, including in Iraq, where we may have to eventually leave Iraq now. That's what they're telling us. And so there's just so many things going on. And, that, and they're very disturbing. They're very disturbing because we see an escalation. Uh, it, it almost seems like we're in 1930s America right now where, where we were building up to entering into uh, the Second World War. And it, it's almost staggering. It's, it is staggering. It's, it's mind-blowing to see the massive anti-Semitism that's now happening with some of these protests uh, there was just a story out of Los Angeles where a Jewish man was assaulted uh, during rivaling protests. Somebody says that he was hit on the head with a megaphone. I'm not sure if that's true or accurate, but that's what we're being told, uh, which is unheard, unbelievable. An elderly Jewish man hit on the head, attacked, and you know that could be the reason why he eventually died. Uh, some people are saying that's not true. So you know, two different stories, two, two different versions of the story, as usual. And so we know we have every day we have all this information. I just posted this morning. Uh, this was just ridiculous. There is a, a mega church in South Florida. It's called Church by the Glades. And the pastor's name is David Hughes. Apparently, he did a trunk or treat service on his Wednesday night. He called it Spooktacular. And it featured uh, the Adams family and some weird demonic type dancing during a church service. It's actually on his Instagram, if you don't believe me. So, you know, you see all this stuff and you think, my God, what's, what's going on? You know, and then, and then you hear good news. You know, there's, there's possibly a, a revival that's, that's beginning to take place. There's, there's, there's possibly uh, people that, I mean, I, I can attest to this as we've been around the country for the last several years and I've never seen as many people hungry uh, pretty much anywhere we go. There's, there's large groups of people that come out and are hungry and get prayed for and, uh, many people are so thankful that, you know, we've come out and all glory to the Lord, not not us, but I think we're gonna have to do more of those meetings as we go into 24. In fact, we will for sure, because there's a hunger and the harvest is plentiful. And I'm thankful to so many of my friends that, you know, I don't like to just bring up one group because then I, I neglect to bring up so many other groups that I may not speak about in this broadcast that are that are also experiencing powerful moves of God, that that, that are seeing similar things and i've always been under the impression that you know the revival is really nameless faceless it's not about a name or a ministry it's about allowing god to move and being part of a greater move of god we don't want to brand the revival we don't want to market the revival we don't want to make it like we're we're you know it's because of us even though we may be a, a part of it because the lord has allowed us to be and that's very humbling but we don't want to take the credit. I never want to take the credit. Like we got to be pointing to God, pointing to Jesus. It's all about him, to know him and to make him known, right? So why, do I think this is going to increase? I do. I think as things get darker, this increases. And this is what this is, is it's giving people hope. It's giving people some hope because with all the bad news and the barrage, I mean, we could talk about inflation and how gas prices have gone up and, and food prices have significantly gone up. You know, we can get into all that bad news or the job market that's getting more difficult to navigate. Uh, some of you have had some real challenges at your job over the course of the last couple of years. 
some some of you are thinking about I maybe need to work a second job or even a third job in order to pay the bills because you know the cost of living has gone up so significantly but our wages have not gone up so you know we can get into all those things and that's just bad news bad news but then there's good news the good news is that people are getting saved people are turning back to Jesus and all of a sudden there's more of a conversation about the need for revival which is new life and and that is encouraging to me because wherever there's a remnant, I always say that means God's not done moving. And so anytime that we can glean that there's there's a move of God or a potential move of God or a potential awakening, we should we should never get jealous of what's happening at somebody else's ministry or their church. God will deal with them if they're making it about themselves. But the key is, the key is is that we rejoice when there's a win. We rejoice when there's something that the Lord is in, hopefully, if he's in it, and, and he's getting glory for it, and people are coming to know him. They're coming out of darkness, and they're coming into the light and life of Jesus Christ. That is a win. And I will tell you, I think there's something happening, and I, I really hope so, where the conversation of soul winning is coming back. And this is a very important conversation because this is the heart of God. You know, we've had a big uh, uptick in revival. Uh, you know, uh, like I'm saying, there's there's more tent gatherings, there's more conferences, there's more meetings, there's more spontaneous gatherings, there's more just different things that are happening in different you know, different streams, different moves. So that's good. And there's been there's been an emphasis over the last couple of years on deliverance, and we've seen an emphasis on uh, prophecy, which I've gotten into quite substantially, and and some of the bad prophecy out there, the false prophecy. But, but the deal is, is like all of this is now leading in a direction that I like, and the direction is soul winning. And if we can make it about souls, that's the key in the heart of God. If we can make it about kingdom business, if we can actually do what the scripture says as, as the body of Christ, to be the salt and to be the light, then we're doing something right. You know, last night, I got on my knees in my, in my prayer closet, my room, and I cried out to God, and I, I need to do this sometimes, and I needed to do it last night. And I needed to just get back into his heart. You know, Lord, let me get into your heart. Let me, let me rejoice for what you rejoice in. And let me grieve in what you grieve in. Let, let me not be comparing myself or worried about this ministry or worried about my family. I've been blessed. I mean, look, have we had warfare? Sure. Has there been tough times the last couple of years? Yeah. But, we, you know, we've been in some big battles. But all in all, the Lord's been faithful. All in all, the Lord has gotten us through each and every battle, each and every time. And we've, you know, we're still here. We're standing and, and God is good. And so I have to rejoice in the fact that God is always, is always he's provided. He's, he's taken us from glory to glory. You know, we're still here and we're able to participate in, in, this, in this end time move of God. And, you know, and, and just it's it's remarkable that the Lord would allow us to live in such an exciting time. And so, you know, you got to start looking at the positive things, because if you if you're just focused and I did a, a broadcast on this yesterday, but just about the doom and gloom constantly. And, and a lot of people have lived in this place for the last many years where it's like video after video after video and just and you can see it. You can see it on their face when somebody's living in that because they come up to you and it's like, Todd. Do you, do you know what's happening? Like, you know, and it's like, okay, calm down, calm down. It's not happening right this second. Yes, there are things, you know, I'm going to go on with Clay Clark later today, and we're going to discuss uh, some of the things about the global economy and, and, and where they're taking us with regard to digital currencies. And so I talk about these things. I'm not afraid to talk about them. I, I get into them. 
I get into the prophetic things that we're seeing, even in in the in this war with Israel. There's there's a lot of prophetic significance in, in a lot of what's happening. I've been talking about Gog and Magog and possibly setting up for that at some point here. Uh, you know, the alignments are coming together. I mean, you know, prophetic times, but not living in the doom and gloom. And so what I think and what the Lord has been showing me, what I want to share with you today on the broadcast is just, is, is this discipline that God has been teaching me. It's this discipline to, even though I'm aware of such things and even though I'm well-read on these subject matters and, and they're happening and it's like, wow, they really are happening. I mean, the beast system is being put together and, you know, there, there's a new world order that's basically a UN Agenda 2030 that's coming down the pike. And there's a lot of big changes. And I don't think the church is fully ready for some of the changes. You know, there's only a few people that are talking about these things. But people are very excited when they hear about revival. And the reason they're excited is because it gives them some hope. And I just, I want you to have some hope. I want you to have a lot of hope. Because even though we're these these very particular kind of people that love to be really well read on, on what's going on, current events, and we're watchmen, and and we get it, and, and we're awake. You know, we're not we're not heads buried in the sand. We're not operating as business as usual. But what the Christian community does, and we do this so well, is we tend to over we we go like in one direction, and we go too far, like in prophecy. We went too far. You know, prophecy is good when it's real, when it's from the Lord, when we when we get a word with fear and trembling, and we deliver that word as the prophets of old did, you know, we deliver a warning or something that the Lord has given us prophetically. That's good. But when we take it to the extreme where we have to come up with something every day, that's not good because then it's flesh. It's not from God. And then we're saying God said something and he didn't. And that's very dangerous. That's actually blasphemous. So, you know, we, 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 we weren't involved politically and then we got so involved politically, many of us, and that's good too. We need to be involved politically there definitely shouldn't be a, a vacuum when it comes to Christians involved in politics, but we also can't go so far into any of these directions that we forget the main mission and we forget that we are on the winning team and that we fill ourselves. We die in our flesh daily and, and we live in the joy of the Lord and the peace of the Lord and the rest in the Lord. And we still got to you know, enjoy our own life, enjoy, be present in the moment Go on a date with your spouse if you're married. You know, take them on a date. Take her on a date. Go out once in a while. Enjoy yourselves. Be romantic. I know that sounds so foreign to some people, but really strive for that if you can because you want to have a good marriage. You want to enjoy your spouse. You don't want to be enemies with each other. You don't want to be enemies with your family. You want to enjoy your daughter, your son, if they're growing up. Enjoy that time. Be present in the moment. Don't go too far that you're living in a frenzy. That's what, what I was trying to say yesterday. Is don't, don't go so far into the doom and gloom that your whole life is frenzy. Your whole life is, you're, you're just consumed by that. Because that's when the devil comes in. And, 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 and even though it started off as a good thing, it ends up being a bad thing. Because yes, now you're so informed that you're, li- that you're feeding your soul with all this negative, bad even though it's, it's true, it's just like, okay, you know, I, I got to a point where I said to my wife, what can I do to stop the digital currencies from coming? What can I do to stop the mark of the beast? I mean, ultimately, I can pray. I can inform folks, but it's going to happen. I mean, I'm not going to stop it. So what, what is my mission? What is my, my goal is to get as many people saved and set free and healed and delivered. My goal is, is souls. My goal is kingdom business. My goal is, 
is pulling, yanking people out of darkness, broken people that haven't heard the gospel. And then for those that are in Christ, you, to educate, to to strengthen you in your faith, to get you deeper in your walk with Jesus, to to have you be excited about who you are in Christ. That it's that it's not just like, oh yeah, here's another day. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. The warfare is just so horrible. I don't know what to do. Have I been in that exact place? Yes. The warfare is so hard. It's like so, yes, I get it. The warfare is so hard. But somehow we have to get to the point where we understand that we win this thing and we rise above whatever the challenge is today. Whatever the challenge is, when it was during the C-19 era, you know, we had some challenges. We didn't want to wear those things on our face. We didn't want to take the Fauci ouchie. We didn't want to, we didn't want to be told by our job that it's either we take the Fauci ouchie or we lose the job. You know, we, didn't, we had to take some very difficult stands. I got involved in so many different legal situations around the country with the Religious Liberty Coalition. And we, we wrote thousands of people recommendations for their jobs. And many of you, you know, you reached out and, and we wrote those for you. We gave you a, a religious exemption. And we did everything that we knew at that time that we could. We got involved with groups of people that were standing and fighting. And, and so we got active. Just like in 2020, we got active. We got super active afterwards. And we, we stood, we stood for a good year afterwards, fighting for election integrity, fighting for that battle that we saw in, in front of us. And, and were we effective? Well, maybe, you know, not a hundred percent, but we were effective in many ways we did have some good wins and we still are having wins and we're having not so good wins. Some things that we're grieved about. Many of you in Canada know what I'm talking about with those grievances you know, I stood with Arthur Pulowski pretty strong. I mean, who in America as a pastor stood more with Arthur Pulowski than me? Only maybe a handful of people. You know, so we, we've taken these really difficult stances. But the deal is, is through it all, it's like the old Andre Crouch song. Through it all, I've learned to depend on Jesus. This isn't about me. It's not about this ministry or any ministry. It's about being a part of the body and moving as the spirit leads in whatever the new thing that God is doing. And so if we're walking into a time where it's going to be real unstable the next year, and we're going to see all different types of battles and different things that we're going to have to deal with, how do we mentally prepare and how do we spiritually prepare to the point where we're not down all the time? We're not discouraged all the time. I want to see you happy, literally and, and actually happy. I want to see you have the joy of the Lord on you. When you're going through a tough family situation, the joy, the peace that passes understanding. That's when I know I've been a good pastor is if I can somehow teach and and you can receive, you will receive the fact that even in the middle of your trial, you're a victor. You're not a victim. And that God is, is about to do something powerful in your life and that the devil is lying to you when he tells you you're done or you're defeated in whatever that situation is that you're going through, when I can effectively communicate to you that we serve a God that is so far victorious over the devil and every single one of his evil schemes and plans, and that you can live a victorious life, that you can be the church victorious, and that you can operate in the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and you can see miracles and signs and wonders and God moving on your behalf in such a powerful way. If you believe that, 
then God, it will, he will use that because faith is what he desires. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. But with the little faith, the faith of a mustard seed, you can move the mountain. And what God, I think he's doing right now is he's increasing our ability to have faith in this hour. I mean, obviously it's always been there, but what I'm saying is if you, if you listen to what God is doing, if you get into the, the spirit, and you start, you start asking. Like last night, when I, I was discouraged last night. I don't know why. The devil just discourages me some days. You know, I'm tired. I've been through a lot of warfare. And I went up to my prayer closet. I was discouraged. You know, my wife already went to bed. I don't even know why I was discouraged. I was just fighting discouragement. There's all these good things going on. I'm, I don't know why I'm fighting, I'm fighting discouragement. So I go into the presence of God, and all of a sudden, the Lord changes my thoughts. He changes my my, my direction. He changes what I'm focused on. And I start getting his heart. And then I start feeling, you know, just encouraged and strengthened in my faith. And, you know, okay, yes, something big is about to happen. Something big is happening. God is moving. He's not done moving. And this is, this is the battle that we're dealing with right now. It's the devil wanting you in whatever it is that you're going through when it's in your personal life or Maybe it's not even anything that you can measure, but you just feel depression or you feel discouragement like I did yesterday. I have to rebuke that and I have to get back in the presence of God and say, Lord, you're moving. You're doing good things. You're powerful. You're amazing. You've never let me down. You're going before me. You're making a way where there is no way. You're opening new doors. You're doing, and you just start speaking that life over. Just praise him. Thank you for what you're doing in my life, God. And, and you get off of the negative and off the doom and gloom and off all the bad stuff that the devil wants you to focus on. And you start focusing on the good in your life. You focus on what God, just whatever it is that God, you know, you say, well, pastor, I can't even find anything good in my life. That's nonsense. You can. You know, I, I get these, these frenzied emails and I'm not making fun of you because I've been in the same boat before. Trust me, I can relate to you. But I do get friends, you know, people that are just in a frenzy. Like God has totally forgotten about me. He never answers my prayers. I'm just on, you know, I must be on his it list. I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, you know, God's forgotten. No, he has not forgot about you. In fact, he, he, he hears your prayers. And you know, just because he hasn't moved yet doesn't mean he's not about to move. Start praising him for what he's about to do. And, and, and we've just got to be thankful. Like, Lord, you know what? Thank you that you brought me in this world in this time. It's exciting times. I'm not going to sit here and, and wait every day for my doom and my destruction to happen. You know, there's some people, it's like every day they're just pushing back the date. Well, the economy is going to collapse on this date. You know, that Bo Polney guy, he's always doing this. The economy is going to collapse on this date because the Bible says this and this and that. And then, and then the date, you know, comes and goes and nothing happened. And it's like, why? Why are we living in that? Why are we living in that place as a Christian? We should be living. I'm not trying to get you into like best life now kind of stuff with, you know, Joel Osteen and his wife. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying like, you know, do you, you know, there is something to that as far as like, you know, knowing who you are in Christ and just getting up and just say, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the blessings in my life. Thank you for everything that you've done so far and you've taken me from glory to glory. And I don't know how this is going to happen or that's going to happen. But what I do know, Lord, is that you're faithful in my life. You're faithful in my life. And, and when we start having revival in our own heart, in our own life, our own prayer closet, 
that that reverberates out. It reverberates into your social group and into your church and into your Bible studies and into whoever it is that's in your life, your spouse and your daughters and your sons and your family members. All of a sudden, you're having revival, personal revival, and that is turning into corporate revival. And that's what I think is happening. We can't force it. We can't take credit for it. We can't brand it or market it. But what we can do is partake in it. We can humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord and say, Lord, I know you're still moving. And I know you're still good. And I know, look, there's, there's wars and there's rumors of wars. And the economy looks like it could literally go off a cliff any day now. And the housing market could collapse. And all this bad stuff that everybody's saying is about to happen or is going to happen. It all might happen tomorrow. But Lord, all I know is that I'm going to trust in you. All I know is that you've taken me this far and instead of me just waiting for the doom to happen, why don't I go out and be effective today? Why don't I go out and be present in the moment? Have you ever done that? Have you ever just taken a day? It's like, it's like all of a sudden your brain's working, like your whole brain, you know? You look at something different. All of a sudden you look at your wife, you look at your husband, you look at your, you know, your family member, just look how beautiful they are. Look how amazing they are. Like, instead of looking at every flaw that they have or everything bad, just think, gosh, this person loved me enough to marry me, to be with me for their whole life. Like, think about how significant that is. Like, you know, just start, start thinking about the, I mean, you know, my daughter, I was doing the radio show and I look out the window and my daughter's looking in the window. I mean, she's so beautiful. She's so precious. Such a miracle of God. You know, we just got to, just gonna enjoy the day. Just enjoy the moment. Just enjoy your life. Just have fun. Have fun. Like, go out and have fun. Laugh. Laughter is, is worth just a million dollars. I'm telling you. Just to, you know, I was on the phone with Mario yesterday for like an hour, and I was just laughing. We're just laughing about, you know, we were enjoying our, our friendship, you know. And there's a lot of friends out there that I, you know, I enjoy. Thank God for sending this person into my life. Thank God for sending that person in my life. Thank God for blessing me with, with intercessors around me, with precious remnant warriors. We're going to have a remnant Zoom call this week. Get on the call with the core group. Be on. Be present. Like, get on and just enjoy the conversation. Just enjoy the time and the fellowship and how we can pray for one another. You know what I'm saying? I, ho- I hope that you, you get something on what I'm saying today because it's just it's just God wants us to be thankful in this month of thankfulness you know i mean this is this is the day that the lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it amen all right pastortodd.org is the website pastortodd.org you're listening to the daily broadcast that we do on wcf radio we do it once a week on fridays but we're also live on the podcast every day and so if you, do, if you want more of this, just go to toddcoconado.com or pastortodd.org and go right where it says podcasts. And we, we're on all the different podcast channels all over the internet and we stream every day. And I hope that this encourages you and gets you to be stronger in your faith because that is my goal. That is my mission in life. To, 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 to every remnant warrior out there that listens to get stronger in your faith in Jesus' name. All right, bless you. We love you. We'll see you again soon.